It can be incredibly intimidating to think of teaching adults about your expertise or something that you know a lot about. Many people worry they don't know enough or they aren't an expert or maybe they won't get people results with their courses. In this episode, I'm going to share with you a few key things you can do to make sure your students get results in your online courses. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the She's Building a Dream podcast. I'm Kristen and I am thrilled that you are here. I've been an online business owner for over seven years, but before that, I was a teacher with a master's degree for 10. Now I focus on helping online business owners like you learn how to create and design online courses that actually get their students results, which in turn will showcase you as expert you are, create a bigger impact, and increase your income. If you love this episode, take a screenshot and post it on Instagram while also tagging me at She's Building a Dream so we can celebrate the work you are doing. Together, we are going to ignite your passion, create more income for your family, and make a bigger impact on the world. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. So as you're creating your online course, you might be thinking these questions. You might be thinking, what if they don't get results? What if they don't buy? What if they don't like my course? What if I have too much information in the course? What if I have too little? What if the course is too long or too short? What? If. These are the questions most new course creators ask when they are deciding to create a course. And it can be intimidating to think about creating something that actually gets people results based on your experience. And I just so happen to understand this concept very well. And today we're going to address adult learning theory. As kids and adults learn differently, they have different attention spans and different time constraints. So we can't just do what schools do for teaching children and expect that to work. We have to think about the way adults learn because adults are coming in with a lot more life experiences, a lot more things to be thinking about, and they are likely probably concentrating on too many things at a time. Let's face it, we are distracted today in today's world, always doing more than one thing at a time because we just don't have enough time in the day to get it all done. So we have to be thinking about the way adults learn, the way adults want to learn, and what will get them the most results. So adult learning theory is actually something that has been researched for many, many years. I think it originated in the 1960s, possibly, if you look it up. But adult learning theory is all about how adults learn, the key things that we can do to make sure that adults are actually learning. And when it goes to creating a course, a lot of people don't understand this concept. They don't understand how adults learn and they start to worry by asking all these questions. What if I put too much information or not enough? Or what if they don't get results? Or what if they buy it and they're not happy? And what if they ask for a refund? All those things. And that's because you don't have a very good understanding of the way adults learn. So in this episode, I'm going to kind of pull back that curtain for you a little bit and share a little bit of information and knowledge with you about the way that adults learn and some things to consider as you're creating your course to make sure that you are actually getting people results and getting them the things that they are signing up for or that the reason why they're purchasing the course. So I'm going to jump around a little bit with a few different things because I just have basically a big list of things to help you understand what is the best way to create this course and things you need to consider while you're creating it. So 
The very first thing you need to know, if you haven't listened to my podcast before or any of my content before, you know that I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it over and over and over again because people still don't understand. Now, we need to make sure that you are solving a problem in your course and that your students know what that problem is. So many times the clients I work with will come to me and they think they are saying what the problem is, or they brush over the concept of the problem, or they don't really focus on it. And when I rein them back in, when I pull them back in and say, wait a second, we need to have this clear. We need to clearly know what is the problem your course is solving. We need to know that. We need to be clear on that. And we start to coach through that and kind of work through that a little bit. Everything kind of opens up. The gate kind of opens up and they get it. Like all the things start to make sense again. And we start to connect, make connections and understand the way that this course should be created. And everything in your course should lean back or go back to that original problem that you promised you were going to solve. Everything should go back to that. Everything should lead back to that. And if you can't clearly articulate the problem you are solving in a tangible way, then you need to do some more digging. Let's say you're creating a course and your problem is you are making people happier. Well, making people happier is different. Happier to me might be different to to you than it is to me. So we need to be clearly articulating how we are solving this problem or not even how, but yes, how to, but what problem we are solving. And we need to be more clear. We can't use adjectives like joy, happy, things like that. Try to be really clear. I have a dear friend that helps moms, I think mostly moms or parents, to establish meal plan ideas or meal planning. And the problem she solves is that people, parents, and moms are busy and they're always juggling too many things and they need meal plans so that they're eating healthy and they are actually saving themselves money by meal planning so they're not just buying some things at the grocery store and not having anything to make a meal with. So she's helping them with meal planning, but the problem she is solving is of their time and money. She's helping them get their time back and have more money in their pockets. So you see how the problem you're solving might not always be clear to you. So you have to do some digging and be thinking about what is that all leading back to, okay? We also need to consider their prior knowledge. What do they already know? What is something they already know when they come to you? What is their knowledge base at right now? We need to know how much they know or where they're at because we will bore adults. They will be so bored if we start 10 steps behind where they are. We have to start them where they're at. So we need to make sure we're considering their prior knowledge. And maybe you have people starting at different spots in the spectrum. This is when it's important to know your customer journey, to know exactly where your customer is when they find you. What have they tried? What do they what do they want to try? What does that look like for them? We need to be super clear on that. And that customer journey will help us to make sure that we consider their prior knowledge. This is where a lot of people make a mistake when it comes to creating a course or creating an offer is not understanding their customer journey, which is also their prior knowledge. Where are the people at? We need to know that because that is our kind of our jumping start of where we're going to start them at. So my friend that does meal plan 
meal plans or helps families to meal plan. She doesn't do meal plans, but she helps families meal plan. What do they already know? Well, they already know that they have to eat healthy or they already know what healthy means or they already know that they need to cook um, dinners in their house to save money. Something like that. I'm just pulling those out of thin air. But we need to know what is that prior knowledge? Another thing is giving them examples and samples, kind of like I'm doing here right now. I'm kind of pulling these out of thin air. I should probably be better at making my notes for my podcast and making sure I have specific examples and samples for you following what I'm saying, right? So you need to give examples and samples because if I just sit here and tell you all these things, it's going to be hard for you to think about how you can apply them to your life or how they apply to you. So always be giving examples and samples. Adults want to know how the information is useful to them and why. By giving them those examples and samples all the time, it helps them to know, okay, this is important and this is why. Oh, yes, that makes sense. Maybe something I already said today made sense to you. And you're thinking, yes, I need to know this information. That makes sense. Also, adults want short videos and they want you to get to the point. They don't want a lot of fluff. My podcasts are short episodes. A client of mine recently said he loves how short my episodes are. And I do that for a reason. I'm trying to not have fluff. I'm trying not to talk in circles. I'm trying to have specific target for each podcast episode. It's the same thing in creating a course. You need to have short videos and get to the point. Don't include a lot of fluff because adults don't have a lot of time. We just don't have a lot of time in our lives. And your course is likely not the only thing that they have to do in their day. So we want to make sure that we are short and to the point and we don't have a lot of fluff. Also, make sure that you're explaining why something is important. Why is something important? Now, I've kind of done that along the way here in this podcast. Why is it important for you to know this information? Why is it important for you to know how adults learn differently? Well, why is it important? Because we want to make sure your students get results. And we don't want you to be questioning, how much is too much in my course? How much is too little? What if people don't buy? So we need to explain why something is important. People want to know why. Always be thinking why. Why do they need to know this information? And the one last thing I'm going to leave you with today is something I called GCA. And that is my formula to making sure that your students do three things in your courses. They gain knowledge, they comprehend the knowledge, and they are able to apply the knowledge. We need to be making sure these three things. So if you're taking notes, make sure you write these three things down or go to my blog. Gain knowledge, comprehend the knowledge, or apply it. Those three things, GCA. Always remember GCA in your course, making sure that we're doing more than just helping them to gain knowledge. They can't just gain knowledge the entire course and expect them to go out and apply it. We need to give them the opportunity to apply that knowledge, and we need to give them the opportunity to comprehend that knowledge. So make sure you're thinking about those things inside your course design. And I hope this was really helpful for you to kind of be thinking about, okay, as long as I include these things, in my course, everything will be okay and people will want to buy my course and they will like my course and they will actually get results. So if this was something that helped you, again, as always, please like it and I guess like it on Instagram, right? And then share it on Instagram and tag me at She's Building a Dream.
We'll see you next time.